evenginghot.org podcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1... Welcome to National Podcast Post Month here on the Odd Dad Out Podcast. I give up on saying the acronym. It's just too much of a pain. I am going to be talking to 30 different podcasters, creators. Who knows what the, the range of people is going to be by the end of this? I don't. But we're talking podcasting because I can talk podcasting all day. And don't you just love it when I talk about podcasting? I know you do. Or, or you've already clicked off. In which case, you didn't hear this. But anyway, today I have the way smarter than my dumbass, Moxie, from Your Brain on Facts to, I just said what we're going to do. So, <laughs> edit points this is off are from, to a really good start. Yeah, I'm, I'm just wonderful at intros and interviews and all this wonderful stuff. That's why I'm doing 30 of these things. So that at the end of 30 days, I suck as much as I did at the beginning. But Moxie, please tell my dear listener about you and your show. Not that I haven't already before. (laughs) (laughs) And you've been very generous in promoting the show. And I do thank you for that. Sincerely, I am the host of Your Brain on Facts, a half hour weekly podcast of things you didn't know, things you thought you knew and things you never knew you never knew about to become a physical book. Holy shit. Well, a bit about to is about to his next summer. <laughs> That's still damn awesome. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't know why it's going to come out next June when I turned in the manuscript this July, but you know, I guess publishing moves in mysterious ways. Yeah. Depending on who the publisher is and what they want to do with it. And yeah. Or like they just set a date. Like hey, I know I'm going to have a book. Yeah, exactly. Know, I, I don't mind. You're like, like, oh, you're going to release it, right? 2025? You're, but you're going to release it, right? <laughs> so I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, people have been like, oh, how much are you going to make? I'm like, I really, yes, I'll, I'll make something if it does well. But I I did it more to have done it. So now I could be like, published author, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not self-published author. Oh, are we working blue, by the way? Because that is my default. If I had to work clean, I'd be so screwed. <laughs> Around here, we don't say I swear like a sailor because I married a sailor and I outswear him every single day. <laughs> I was a sailor, but I'm also an Irish Mexican. So, yeah, I can outswear any sailor you'll ever Jesus. meet. <laughs> and you can drink, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Yet I don't. I can and I have, but I, I generally don't. Just You just don't want to make everyone else look bad. So you very, <laughs> very graciously abstain. I just don't, eh, no reason. I'm not social enough to do it. And my wife actually can't because of her, or either her thyroid medication or her blood pressure medication. She actually cannot drink. It'll make her really sick. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. Your brain on facts. More facts about me and, and you that just stuff just spills out. When you start talking to me, nothing on topic ever falls out. That's just what happens. <laughs> it's a wild ride. You never know where it's going to end up. That is the that is the whole point of me having guests is for everybody to get to come on here and just say whatever the hell they feel like and get all the shit out and whatever because every time people are invited on podcasts they're invited usually to talk about the thing that they always talk about on their show. If you're going to invite Paul Chomo on your show, you're talking about animals. If 
I'm inviting Paul Choma on my show. It's anything but animals with Paul Chomo. It's we're going to talk about anything else. We're going to talk video games and movies or whatever the hell else. And for me, my de facto for everything is that because all of my friends are podcasters, we can talk shop all day. And when I needed to come up with a subject that I could invite people on to talk about, podcasters can talk podcasting all day. And I'm always curious and I love giving recommendations. And I want more than just my brain of recommendations. And when I said, hey, I want people to record their recommended listening features and I will play it on the show, I got nothing. So now I'm inviting a whole bunch of people on to basically have 30 days of massive podcast recommendation info dump. (laughs) That is an awesome idea, and I am thrilled to be a part of it. So... What was it that got you listening to podcasts in the first place? My husband had gotten into podcasting ahead of me, and he was trying to get me to start listening because he thought I'd really enjoy it. But I had a lot of the misconceptions um, that people have, like, how do I find them? How am I going to know which one I like? How do I know which one's any good? And I had this weird thought that you had to, like, give it your undivided attention, which is almost impossible for me to begin with. But I thought you had to, you know stop like like youtube you have to look at it you know yeah um you just to stop and like stare and listen and uh, the first podcast that he played for me was unorthodox which is uh i think it's called the world's leading jewish podcast and whether you're you're jewish or curious or don't know anything about it you should definitely listen to unorthodox um because they were they were discussing the is, is it okay to refer to someone as a jew or should you a Jewish person because it's so often used pejoratively and it was just in the news and um, some political candidate his wife was saying you know some of our best friends are Jews but because she's from like Alabama there's a Y in it so it sounds like an epithet um, and I was like okay that was pretty cool and then I started looking for them on my own and what I found is every time I search for a specific one I end up subscribing to about four <laughs> don't we all it's like downloading fonts. I was only looking for one, but I get at least five every single time. And yet somehow <laughs> never have one I need. The exact same thing goes with royalty-free music. You know, if Kevin McLeod had any idea how many of his songs I have on my computer, because I'll be looking for a specific feel and I'll download five other things that I think I might use someday. Yep. It's like, I don't need this right now, but damn it, I'm sure I will I later. Might. I'm, I'm I the might, same yeah. way. I have to pull myself away i think i need to put like a shot collar on a timer every time i go onto that website i I have a folder now (laughs) oh a big folder yeah so often when my husband and i are watching because we we you know cut the cables everyone i think mostly a lot of people did and youtube is our tv now basically i will have to be like i've used that song i've got that one (laughs) yeah i also made a documentary I had the honor of producing the only author-approved Game of Thrones burlesque show, and George R. R. Martin invited us to his theater, and we got to play for him. So, I'm like, yeah, we better film this shit. So, you know, I'll hear a lot of music on other podcasts or on YouTube channels, and I'll be like, oh, this was that scene in the documentary. This was that other scene. Yeah, well, Once you've seen how the sausage is made, it kind of, you can't enjoy it anymore. <laughs> yeah, I remember somebody pointing out the how many like just start listening to the music and commercials and you'll start finding a lot of the default songs that are built into GarageBand. And yeah. <laughs> we're like, it's like, why? It's free and it's easy to access. They literally just plug their tablet into the production bay. It's GarageBand. It's free. It's there. <laughs> or a lot of the like the YouTube music. Yeah. It works, doesn't it? 
So like how many, cause you're saying you, you fall down the rabbit hole of you download one, you subscribe to one and then you end up subscribing to like four others. How many podcasts do you actually listen to regularly? I'm subscribed to over a hundred and you know, they don't all, they're not all weeklies or, or they're not all consistent. So it's easily dozens uh, every week. I periodically will be like, look, you've got eight episodes of this sitting there and you just, you're not going to get around to it. Go ahead and unsubscribe. And it can be difficult to make myself do that. I can only do that about twice a year. Um, and then there's some people where it's, say, a fellow podcaster I've interacted with on social media where I just like feel so guilty. I can't make myself unsubscribe. Like I better just hit play on a couple of these just so they get the <laughs> they get the stats. Yeah. It's like I've got a ton that I'm subscribed to, but I don't listen to regularly anymore. And so I just turned off the auto downloads. And uh, so it's it. there so that if I run through all of my regular listening and I get to the end of the week and I'm like, oh, I still got two more days of work to listen to stuff. And I start going back to those shows and, and manually downloading through them and picking some of those up. And it's like, I still like the show, but there's other shows that I want to make sure I listen to. And they're more like, they're the B list that I pull from when I'm, I've gone through my, my A list and my A list is still like 60 shows. Yeah. But once I'm done through all of those, then I, I start pulling from those other ones. And those usually make up my Friday and Saturday work listening. <laughs> Yeah, I listen when I'm in the car going to the retail job or when I'm doing Uber and I'm in between passengers. And anytime I'm doing any kind of housework or yard work, I've got the the ones. Yeah, I'm fortunate enough that I do a lot of driving for work and my job allows me to basically be listening all night. So I I go through eight to ten hours a night of listening to podcasts and I went from, oh, I'm subscribed to like 20 some odd shows and I listen to everything at regular speed. And now I'm subscribed to 94 shows and I need to, <laughs> and everything is it. You have, you have the volume, you have the volume potential to get into like multiple real play podcasts. You've yeah. got the time for it. <laughs> yeah. So, but I'm listening to everything at double speed now. And I think working as an editor, suddenly listening to stuff at double speed doesn't feel that bad. <laughs> like, Oh yeah, I totally understand. I heard every word and other people are just your chipmunks. If you can get yourself up to it, if you're not, you know, used to it, you can rise to twice fast incrementally, but just being dropped into it, or if it's some, something somebody else is listening to on fast, that is a friggin' irritant. If it's what you're listening to on fast, it's perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah. else listening to it on fast, it, it's awful. It's really funny when you hear, like, you start a new show that you haven't listened to at regular speed before. And you are so used to how their intro and their music sounds. And then you hear it at regular speed and you don't recognize the show. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, this is not a good song anymore. It's really, it's really peppy the way I listen to it. But if you really, I think it was um, unbelievably stupid with John Buchanan. And their song is really country at regular speed. But it's like straight up techno dance groove at double speed. <laughs> That's a, a very narrow overlap in the Venn diagram there. Yeah. And you know, I, I said it when I featured you on, on the show before, how like you have a very unique way of speaking. But when you turn your voice up to double speed, you suddenly sound very robotic. And it's really and it's not in a in a like your voice. It's I think it's just because of the tonality of your voice at speed. It makes it sound weird. 
I don't know. It's just <laughs> like what kind of robot is it? Like, is it like sexy android robot or what? Not to get myself in trouble with my wife, but I'd probably go sexy android robot. Like you're, I can live with this. Yeah. <laughs> And as a former burlesque dancer, I feel like that's where you should belong in the robot voice land. Well, I thank you for that. So, of all of the hundreds of podcasts that you listen to, what would you say, like, either your your current favorite or, like, your big all-time favorite show? Well, I'm going to split this into two categories. I'm taking control of the situation now. Because I've got, like, a current favorite and... An honorable mention only because it pod faded. Ah. Like it would be the current if it was still going. And that was the trivia podcast, Good Job Brain, which I found out about while I was working at an Amazon warehouse and I, I pulled their book. And I'm like, I don't know what this is, but this is right up my alley. And then I found out it was a podcast. Okay, let's listen to all of them. And I did. <laughs> I'm not I'm not normally a go back into the back catalog person, but I wanted to squeeze every last episode out of it um, when it was clear that they were uh, running out of steam. Because it's hard. It's four hosts in person together, and that's really hard to coordinate. They've got yeah. kids and stuff, you know. Um, so the honorable mention all-time favorite would be Good Job Brain. But the current favorite would be split between two, but I'm going to give it to the indie <laughs> The uh, indie all-time favorite is You're Wrong About, which is the full nuanced story of all of news headlines from like the 1980s to recently. Things like the Exxon Valdez, Terry Schiavo, things where you mostly remember like the Leno jokes. That's kind of your overall impression of it and, and the news headlines. But you don't really remember it. And it turns out most of the news from the last 30 years was blaming a woman for far more than she could ever have been responsible for. It's like the what people know about the the McDonald's coffee burn incident. Oh, pisses me off. Everybody's got it wrong. Pisses me off. So, so bad. That little old lady who required skin grafts, little old lady who required skin grafts, they only wanted McDonald's to pay her actual medical bills her act not even pain and suffering just the actual medical bills and i think mcdonald's returned an offer of eight hundred dollars and some coupons and yeah yeah I, I remember seeing a few things about that and they were like oh yeah here's what you think happened here's what the headlines were it's like yeah after that whole case the the back and forth in appeals and everything lasted on till years i don't think was that i don't even remember if that was settled before she died yeah, it was just terrible. But all those jokes of how do you not know the coffee's hot? It says hot coffee right on yeah. the menu. That's not the fucking point, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> it caused grievous bodily injury. Yeah. So, yeah, so they, they address stuff like like that. Um, you know, the, these real stories and, and um, like uh, Jessica Hahn and whichever televangelist she's credited with bringing down. Uh, she wasn't a temptress. She was a rape victim. You know, and it's it, there usually is a woman being blamed for it. They did a two parter on Tanya Harding. When you hear that about this girl's early life, she could not catch a break. Yeah. It's just like one awful thing after another. It's like reading um, Justin Cronin's The Passage, which is a really great post apocalyptic monster thriller, but the characters just never get a, a second to catch their breath. And that's kind of what Tanya Harding's life was like, but in the white trash version is all awful. But you know, you don't. 
come away from the show depressed. You come away being frustrated, certainly. It's like listening to Behind the Bastard, which is my other favorite, where it, it's, you, sometimes you got to psych yourself up to listen. You know you're going to have a good time, but you're also going to be like pissed off when it's over. <laughs> so if you like if you like things that are well-researched, which I realized is the thread that runs through the things that I like to watch and listen to. If you like things that are well-researched, you will enjoy You're Wrong About. Awesome. So finally, this is the one where I, I, I clamp down on the, 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 the list because everybody has, a, you ask for recommendations and everybody's got 50. But yeah. if you had to recommend one podcast to somebody at, for as their first time listening to a podcast, Besides yours, because <laughs> we all want to self-pimp out our stuff. I know. Damn it. What would it be? I think a really safe bet to get someone into listening to podcasts would be Emily Prokop's The Story Behind. It's a short-form history and story of common things in our life, like ping pong balls and toothbrushes and uh, whatever all else. But again, very well-researched and very well-produced. Because she's a um, podcast editor by trade. And I owe Emily Prokop the fact that my book exists from connecting me with her publisher. But that's not why I'm recommending her. She'd be a great first podcast for people because it's well-produced. It's very informative. She's got a really affable, friendly voice. Like you hear her talking, you're like, we should go to brunch. We should go to brunch together, you and I. Um, so I think if you you have something in your life that you think will be really into podcasts and you could just get them to listen to one if you can just get them started start them with emily pocos the story behind emily was actually one of my very first features and my feature of her way god i think it was three years ago now we have become very close friends since and she actually was one of the people that helped me get better as a podcast editor and how it is like i told her when I started working as an editor and with all the help she gave me and even the clients that I have now are all from recommendations from her and referrals from her that I'm not surprised in the slightest <laughs> that I was like someday when she gets into the podcasters hall of fame, when, cause it's absolutely going to happen. Well, I hope so that I want to be the one to induct her just for everything she's done for me and just how amazing of a, a friend and a person she is. And I think when she was on the show, she was my guest of the month for episode 150. And I couldn't not have, it was like, it's 150 and it's a guest. It's auspicious. Yeah. It's like, you have to be the one. And she was like, absolutely without a second thought, she, she was here. And I think we ended up talking shop for like two hours because like you put us together and we can talk podcast editing and talk podcasting forever. Oh yeah. I will have... By the time this airs, I will have bestowed upon Emily Prokop um, a knockoff Webby Award because last year for the Webbies, <laughs> she was the only independent show nominated. The rest were all network shows. They were like Wondery and How Stuff Works and all big, big names. Yeah. And the numbers were not in her favor. She didn't win. But she wasn't dead last. She wasn't dead last. And that was the worth it. No, she wasn't. She wasn't. And that was amazing. And so for all the help she's given individuals and then the podcasting community as a whole, literally as I speak, a knockoff Webby Award is being 3D printed, which I will give to her when I see her. That is awesome. 
And I'm sure I will probably see it on her Instagram by the time this comes out. There's going to be rhinestones on it and everything. She better post pictures of it. (laughs) But uh, I have to get to a Rosh Hashanah dinner, which should tell some of your listeners when we're recording this. Before all that, one more time, where can my listeners find you? They can look for Your Brain on Facts on any podcasting app, including Pandora, or go to yourbrainonfacts.com. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram at Your Brain on Facts and Twitter at Brain on Facts Pod. Awesome. Thank you so much, Moxie, for coming on. You're Thank you awesome. And this me. is really short notice. <laughs> and you can find me at odddadoutpodcast.com and all the social medias at odddadout. And I'm going to leave all of the rest of the stuff off because you're going to hear it a million times through the course of the month. But until next week or tomorrow, shit, oddball. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you and good night. <laughs> <laughs>